the PJ Party Podcast. Oh my, it's been like over a month. I think the last podcast we released was, oh no, July 31st. Oh, okay, not okay. so bad. We took a bunch of vacation time off, so yeah. I get it. That happens. Um, Tell me about your vacation, because you went to the middle of nowhere. <sighs> tell me about my vacation. It was amazing. Um, I went up to Bella Coola, which is on like the central coast of British Columbia. I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't think that it was going to be as stunning as it was. I don't know what I was expecting. I thought, great, the coast, more coast. Mm-hmm. I had just been up to Port Hardy area on the Upper Island earlier this summer so i figured it'll be the same as that it'll be rugged coastal ocean i get it i understand it was so much more than that number one um bella coola is in what is described as the heart of the great bear rainforest Mm. i should have known that this was right up my alleyway right that i love bears and everything um, but it is so the the landscape is so dramatic and beautiful. There are just like valleys and mountains all around you, streams and forests, waterfalls, you know, huge rivers. The Bella Coola River, which comes through the, the middle of British Columbia, then empties out into the Pacific Ocean. All these arms and inlets, you know, that like go through the mountains out to the ocean. It's stunning and incredible. Mm. I told you about. What happened when we were floating down a river, right? Oh, yeah. Tell podcast listeners. Well, I'll tell it briefly because I've told this story a million times now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we were floating down a river. And we are in Victoria used to floating down like the Cowichan, right? Mm-hmm. And so we – it's so lazy. You just right. get in a tube and you float down and it's that's it. It takes a couple of hours. The worst thing that happens on that river is maybe a sunburn. On this river, there were fallen trees – Fast-moving water. I got dumped out of my dinghy. I got sucked underneath a tree that was falling across the entire river. Sucked under. Didn't know if I was going to get trapped under or whatever. Spat uh, out the other side. Like, it was scary. That's super terrifying. And then, later in the river float, our friend who we were visiting up there was a park ranger, and he told everyone, hey, everyone, like, hold up a sec here. There's a bear in the river. And I said, what kind of bear And he goes, a grizzly bear. No. Like, we are so used around here to, like, snooting black bears, snooting around in your garbage. And maybe if it's got cubs, you got to be a little bit careful about that, right? A grizzly bear. Oh, that's terrifying. That will destroy you, just kill you so dead if it gets in your way. You're on a river that is going in one direction. So it's like you are going in the direction of the grizzly bear. Like, you can't walk upstream. Oh, no. And you're in the middle of nowhere, too. Yeah. So it's like there's no escaping this wilderness. Like, it is, it is so wild. So the the bear grabbed a salmon and scampered off into the woods. Okay. And we didn't have to deal with it anymore. But it was quite, you know, a little shaky for a little Vancouver Island mouse yeah. like I am. Um, later on in the week, though, and then, you know, so then after that, that was the really dramatic day. But we did have a lot of fun going to all these other really gorgeous, did some off-roading up into the mountains and everything and back road uh, cruising around. It's, it's so beautiful. And then on the last day, we chartered a boat. It was two guys from the New Hulk Nation who live there who brought us out to first on a little bit of a hike to see a cedar tree that was at least 3,000 years old. Hmm. The second largest tree in North America or maybe just Canada, but like a massive tree. They were saying that a dozen people could be standing arm to arm or like holding hands all the way around the tree and still not be touching. Like it was huge. 
And then after that, we went to these hot springs, which are stunningly gorgeous, um, right on the ocean in a place that you can only get to by boat or, I guess, helicopter. Um, right on the ocean, there's this hot spring that comes out of the ground from wherever and is hot water, like as hot as a hot tub. Wow. That like sits in this natural rock pool that you can just sit in and relax in. And it's like, it's very sacred to the people of the area. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, trying to be respectful, but also like, it's a beautiful hot spring. We're just, you know, palling around and having a that, beer. And yeah, it was amazing. Wild because I find that hot springs, especially like around BC, at least the ones like near cities, they're always just like overran with people. Yeah. You think of like Harrison Hot Springs, how disappointed people are when they get there and they're like, oh, it's <laughs> a resort. You actually have to pay money to get get into the resort and then it kind of looks just like a pool and that's considered the hot springs like everyone goes there thinking that oh we can go find the hot springs it's like nope it's a resort we've already taken it and we're making money off of it so it's it's kind of cool that you actually got to like experience like a true hot spring that is completely away from civilization really yeah that's so cool yeah it took two hours to get there by boat and uh but the thing is one of the guys because these are locals obviously and we were chatting with them about the area and the bear and everything in the river and they Mm -hmm. were saying we were like do you see bears on that river and they're like yeah they don't care they just they're used to people they're so used to people these grizzlies right that kids in town will be floating down the river and the bear will just watch them go by, and they don't care. Like, you don't look like a salmon to me. Exactly. Ah. They are just so not interested. But, I mean, still, when you're out there, you really have to be aware, very bear aware. And, you gotta like, everywhere you go, even walking through the town of Bella Coola, mm-hmm. you got to have your bear spray with you. Wow. Because that's how common they are, especially in September, October. They wander down from the mountains uh, to fatten up for hibernation uh, into the river. And so our friends who are up there still now... In the week or two that we've been since we've been back, have posted a couple of videos of just on their nightly walks coming across grizzlies in the river near their house that is in there fishing for salmon. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool that you got to experience that. I would have never found myself ever in Bella Coola. Um, and cool that you got had a place to stay there too, and someone yeah. who knew the area. Because I feel like if you had gone there blind, yeah, could have been pretty sketchy running into a grizzly. <laughs> yeah, oh, Especially certainly. A park ranger that you're with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was good. So that was that was my vacation, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, can't really recommend highly enough that part of British Columbia. That's you know, I I knew that this was going to be the case for this summer. Is okay, explore British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really glad that I got up there and got to explore that part of it because it was really dramatic, really gorgeous and a place that, you know, is not on my list. Like when I'm thinking about where I'd like to spend vacation time, you know, in any other time, I'm like, got to get to Italy, got to get to New Zealand, got to get to these, you know, stunning places around the world that I want to visit and see. Bella Coola wasn't on the list. And now I'm so glad that I got it checked off. Yeah, that's really cool. One thing that happened while you were away or while we were away that really blew up was this song, WAP, which I love very desperately, the song WAP. And then there was this stupid, made-up, baloney, attention-get controversy. Uh, Mostly started with Ben Shapiro down in the States commenting on WAP. And was it bad feminism? Was it, like, disgusting? Was it even a medical, awful, like, thing that was bad for women to have lubrication? (laughs) 
like Does honestly, not understand how a vagina works. That's what. When there is wetness, <laughs> it means that you've been aroused. That is good. Something that Ben may be not familiar with. Okay. His poor wife. Yeah. Why en- embrace her name? But no, I wanted to know, especially what you thought of WAP and do you love it? And is your is it your new favorite song? First of all, thank you for introducing me to that song. Mm. Um, I will remember that for the rest of my life. Um, but no, I, I'm all, I really love that song. Anything that's like super raunchy, yeah. I'm into it. Good. And it's also just like one of those songs that is just going to be a song that you put on at a party and everyone just goes friggin' wild for. Yes. I mean, I think it's great because there's often that we as like women have been hearing songs about just like men and their dicks and, you know, take my dick and do all these things to it and yeah whatever suck it blow whatever you know (laughs) Um, so it's kind of nice to hear a song where a woman's like here's my wet ass pussy this is what I want to do with it and let's hear that side of it and it's just so funny that now we're seeing all this like uproar from men who Mm. are like oh this is like so bad and this is like leftist and anti-feminist or like too far on the feminist train whatever um i just love how they were taking all of these terms that have been used against women Mm. to degrade women and now using it as a way of empowerment yeah and especially with this song too i love how they're using it in a in a way to bring women up they gave away one million dollars on twitter to women. I didn't know this. Yeah, so it was like you use this hashtag and you like share it to your lady friends or whatever and they were giving away $1 million in certain chunks of money. I think it was like $2,000 each or something yeah. uh, to the winners and just wow. to like give a woman who deserves some extra money some extra money and love. Wow. Which I thought was cool. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah, I, I'm I'm so, um, obviously I'm just into it. I'm, I'm into the extreme sex positivity. I think that's a wonderful thing about the song. Um, I am more comfortable hearing about it from a woman. I think that it's like, it's kind of a breaking a barrier kind of a song Hmm. in the way that like it takes what, you know, artists like Missy Elliott have done in the past for Mm -hmm. sure but like going to that level and having that much fun and, and that's what I don't understand is the backlash. I'm like, these are people Celebrating and enjoying the sex that they have with their partners. Mm-hmm. What could possibly be wrong with that? What, right. Why? Do you have a problem with this? Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I just love it for a lot of reasons. And it's just a banger. It is. It's just a straight up banger. Mm-hmm. I really dislike the censored version that's on YouTube. What is it? Wet, Wet and, and gushy. gushy. <laughs> Like it just loses everything, yeah. all the flavor, wet honestly. and gushy. Well, and wag? then... It, huh? So would it be called wag? Right. And then all the, like, best parts of the song, or is how filthy it is, they just get censored out. Yeah. It's like, that's the best stuff! Yeah. Bring all the good stuff out! I'm loving seeing all the alternative acronyms, though. Oh, like? Like, um, what about... Prosecuting the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really um, good one. What, what else was there? I had uh, one that I put on Instagram that was a picture of J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man cartoons mm-hmm. that said WAP stands for Where Are... <laughs> pictures of spider-man which <laughs> like made me laugh and laugh and laugh all right well thank you so much for um 
listening this week. Uh, we are going to be hooking one of my friends up on the radio during this podcast. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. She ended up going on a date with a random zoner, and it turned out pretty great, which um, we've done that in the past, like for Valentine's Day and for other things, and it just like never really ended up going that well. It was kind of like, it was fine, but I would never do that again kind of thing. But this one, they had a really good time. It was like a 10-hour date. That's great. Um, Also, we're going to address the snake that got away again. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think as I say that. I'm trying to think like a song, like a Raffi esque, like Cat back. Came Back. Yeah, yeah, the snake escaped again. Um, so we'll have a little bit of fun about that. It is kind of a sad story though. The guy who keeps losing the snake is homeless. Okay. So it doesn't uh, have a home really, and, a, and it's really yeah. a safe place to be. So I, as much as I would never want to take anyone's pet away from them, maybe temporarily until a better arrangement can be found for this poor man and his snake. Yeah. Uh, we'd be- get the snake out of a backpack as a permanent living situation. That's just like, again, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I don't want that to take this guy's snake away, but that's not safe for the snake or for you. And now yeah, everyone's mad. That's and so it's tough. Like, uh, it's so hard to like, I didn't realize that I was uh, like kind of speculating that that yeah. was the case. Cause I'm like, why is he carrying the snake so often in his backpack? But I realized, yeah, that is, that is really sad because snakes are, you know, it's a lot of work to have a snake. I would imagine. You got to have the terrarium. It's got to be nice and warm, but I could see that the backpack would be good because it's nice and warm against your body. body so they can like snuggle up to you in your backpack but still not we gotta have a a real closed (laughs) off backpack there yeah yeah so we'll talk about that yeah and lots more it's a busy week this week thanks for listening so much and tell your friends jenny welcome back thank you i'm so happy to be back with you it's been like months that we've actually done a show together it was like month and a half off week on yeah two weeks back off <laughs> so confusing but it's good yeah it's gonna take us a little bit i think to get back into the swing of things here but we're really happy to be back in the afternoons with you and thank you for listening so yesterday was my favorite day of weather in my life i thought of you yesterday did you because you're always uh, talking about how much you love lightning and thunderstorms and you even have a tattoo of a lightning and a thunderstorm there yeah. mm-hmm. on your arm mm-hmm. and uh finally victoria got the lightning bolt emoji oh god it felt so good well number one to start as the day was like hottest day of the year you know i love good good sweat going yeah and that's what i was doing all day just i was either in a river trying to be cool or i was sitting in a hot car not using the air conditioning just sweating (laughs) just feeling it i love to feel the heat yeah and then that sunset that you even took a picture of last night i know i as i was taking it i was like i'm one of those people taking a photo of the sunset right now (laughs) but you know, it's that beautiful. I want to take a photo of it. I want to look back on this. It's really nice. You had the vantage point, of course, from your house, which is in James Bay. And so you've got the stunning features of, you know, the ledge and the inner harbor a little bit. And that sunset mm. was gorgeous. I want to tell you, I was coming back down from couch and I was in a parking lot eating Lee's chicken. <laughs> and being this like, is such a normal thing for you to <laughs> Sitting in the back of a car yeah. eating chicken and being like, wow, guys, check out the sunset. And then that turned into... The lightning storm, which, and look, everyone's done this. Everyone's done this. If you want to call it a hacky thing of taking a picture of the lightning and post it online, could not be more here for it. Mm-hmm. We get a lightning storm over our beautiful city once every five years. We couldn't handle the beauty if we got it every year or every couple of months yeah. like other cities do. It's that beautiful. So, yes, if you've got 
Lightning storm pictures, dump them out. <laughs> dump them out. I, want to, I never get tired of them. My favorite thing was the reactions from people around me as I was watching the lightning yeah. because it's so new to people in Victoria. But mm-hmm. there was just like the, like, what do you say when you see lightning usually? Because people go like, ah, ah, or like, oh, yeah, there's one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you see that one? Oh, that's good. Well, so anticlimactic. I was, <laughs> I was driving down the Malahat, seeing most of it. I was just Owen Wilsoning, t- just yes, every once. Wow! 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 <laughs> Reunion show. Oh, hey, nice to see you, Paul. I'm so stoked, my dudes. Some concerning news, mm. you know, due to the pandemic. Halloween might be canceled this year. Oh, no. Uh, This is the only holiday where it makes sense to have because of the masks. And every year, you know that I release the ghosts in my closet. (laughs) But good thing is, is that ghosts don't spread COVID. Yeah. They They don't don't speak speak moistly on no one. one. I think that's my favorite song we're playing right now in the yeah, zone. Yeah, except it oozed the sex all over the desk here. Now I've got to cl- get a mop and bucket and clean up the sex that it oozed everywhere. Oh, it's yeah, it's a, a very sexy song. song. So oozy. What's sexier, that or WAP? <laughs> Have you not heard WAP? Jen, you haven't heard that new Cardi B song, no. WAP? Oh, bud, it's a song of the it's summer. You're going to love it, yeah. I don't listen to Cardi B. You're I gotta gonna listen to Cardi B. You're gonna. Okay. Cardi B, it's such a good song. It slaps. I was embarrassed there for a second. It's called WAP. Okay. It's so good. It WAP, it WAP and it slaps. Good to know. Guess what WAP stands for. No, I don't, 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 don't want to guess don't, that don't one. Guess it, no, it's okay. It. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, happy, and pleasant. Yes! <laughs> All those things. Cool. Um, yeah, we were going to talk about uh, <laughs> Halloween. That's where we yeah, were going yeah, yeah. Uh, with this because uh, there's a lot of people who are concerned about Halloween coming up in, what, two and a half months? Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, no, it's coming up quick. I usually have my costume all planned out, but right now. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's one of those holidays that, yeah, it usually involves large groups of people, a lot of, you know, interacting with strangers, you know, going up to yeah. different houses, collecting candy, obviously, and then a lot of Halloween parties, of course. My annual Halloween party, I think, is canceled this year. You're ready so to make that? I'm pretty sure. Oh, Unless geez. we can find some sort of, you know, way we could do it virtually or whatever. Um, but I think it's a time to get creative, right? Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. we. Do, I love Halloween. I love the spirit of Halloween. I love people just dressing up however they want. I think it's great. Um, but we got to, yeah, get creative. Maybe... All costumes are mandatory mask costumes, yeah. right? Um, that could, you know, it could be one of the safest holidays because you're, you know, allowed to get creative with masks. Yeah. Um, I, they probably are not going to do the mall candy handouts this year. So, Ooh. and yeah, I don't know. Is it is it safe for kids to be going up to doors to get candy or do we all, you know, how they like do those birthday car parades? Mm-hmm. What if you just... All the streets are shut down to everybody but trick-or-treaters, and there's just like a slow-moving parade, and you sit out there with your candy, and you hand it out on one of those like long sticks yeah. into the window back seat where the kid's sitting. Yeah, if you got like a sunroof, then you can show off your costume via uh, sunroof or convertible. That, that yeah. could work. I was also thinking like potato cannons. Just fill them with... <laughs> Fill them with candy. Love that. Get uh, like a, a field of children who are all spaced out and yeah. just spray candy to everyone. I nice, like that. clean candy. And listen, for yeah. adults who like partying and, you know, doing the Halloween thing, get your costume on. And sure, it'll be a little chilly, but we're all going to do an October 31st float down <laughs> the couch and river. 
Let's go. It's the safest place to be right now. <laughs> Do you love WAP now? I played it for you. That's a wild song. It's wild. Oh, my God. Song of the summer. <laughs> Yesterday, we examined the possibility of Halloween 2020 being canceled due to the ongoing pandemic. And it was our assumption that this was unnecessary because ghosts wouldn't contribute to the spread of COVID-19. However, we now realize this deserves further exploration. Today in the Afternoon Zone what that exploration might sound like. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. We're happy to take your questions. Yes, Art Aronson, Zone News. This is a question for Dr. Henry coming from our afternoon show. Has the coronavirus been shown to be present in uh, the ectoplasm or other corporeal leavings of spooks, specters, or ghosts? Oh boy. Yeah, good question. question. That's a good question. Good yeah, question. Good question. Good question. Yeah. I would say, you know, now's the time that we need to be careful. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. Victoria Police are looking for witnesses to a horse carriage tour robbery. Wild. What? Uh, police were called last night to Belleville and Menzies at around 9.40 for a report of a robbery. The operator says she was assaulted from behind, pushed to the ground. She says the suspect took the day's pay envelope that she had and fled on a bicycle. Oh Awful. my gosh. Okay, I was picturing that they stole the carriage with the horse and there was like a buggy uh-huh. sort of race going on. I know, like, no laughing matter, but I also was expecting, like, a bandit also riding a horse, riding up a side. That's so terrifying, though. That's really Um, rotten. That uh, that sucks that that happened. The Victoria Carriage Tour, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, at night, they're, and I know this because I live in James Bay, they are working night hours, Mm -hmm. you know, touring James Bay, and, you know, they put themselves up for... um, as targets oh. in that area so yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough at night right oh, yeah so yeah Oh, man, we got our numbers today mm-hmm. uh, for B.C. COVID-19 cases. And this is since Friday. So Friday to Monday, there were 236 new cases. Uh, again, that is since Friday and unfortunately two more COVID-19 deaths. And we currently have four active cases here on the island. And it's uh, really sorry, what? Four? four active cases on the island. Oh, yikes. And it's, you know, it's just another reminder, you know, this is the time that we really need to crack down again and kind of shake our heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. Remember that we are in a pandemic and we do have to keep things really tight still because we don't want to be doing this for too much longer. Yeah, we really, I mean, can you imagine having to go back to a phase two situation or even, God forbid, phase one where more things are locked down? Uh. Like, look, I like partying too. I get it. I want to, you know, hug my friends and do all the stuff and and, uh, jump up and down in a small room with a bunch of people, but can't do it. And, you know, think about not just the health and safety of others, but the economy and people's jobs and livelihoods. And so that's what the provincial health you know, uh, uh, officials as well as our premier has been saying, right? It's like they're tracing this back to a lot of us younger people, mm-hmm. okay, under 40 and partying. And so they reached out, which I don't know if this is a good idea or it's a little hacky, but they reached out to Ryan Reynolds and Seth Rogen. Okay, I think they're just kind of at uh, like a desperate time, right? Because yeah. it's like not everyone's going to be watching the daily updates. I mean, I haven't been watching them every single day. I've been trying.
trying to keep on top of it. But, you know, the, not everyone's watching that. And not everyone's, you know, attached to the news at, you know, 18 years old. So they're wondering, like, who could we go to that the, the children will listen to? And it's like, yeah, our two, you know, kind of uh, mascots for BC. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, actually, at their mascots. So yeah. we know Ryan Reynolds did a thing last week. Over the weekend, Seth Rogen did a tweet. Now, um, I'll read it to you. And every time I pause, Jenny, you've got the Seth Rogen laugh ready oh, to go. Oh, you bet. Okay, so uh, he says... People of British Columbia, please do not go out to parties and barbecues and other large gatherings. The COVID is still out there. It's more fun to hang out alone and smoke weed and watch movies and TV shows anyways. Do that instead. Thank you. And uh, Horgan said it best. He said, this is this extreme dad energy here. He's like... Mm-hmm. Thanks, Seth. That's pretty much what Dr. Henry was going for here. (laughs) 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 Worth mentioning as well, we were talking about COVID cases and just trying to be extra safe and stuff too, but uh, um, I know someone who visited that downtown 7-Eleven and now has to self-isolate. Have you seen that? I know. It's like... Yeah, I ho- hopefully we'll just keep doing a good job of tracking it where it is, and then everyone who maybe was like at a risk of contact can really just self-isolate. But I know it's kind of scary when it hits close to home like that. Mm-hmm. So just be real safe out there, everyone. So it reached like what thirty something here in Victoria. Yeah, maybe thirty one. Felt really hot. I haven't felt that heat in such a long time. I was mm. hearing that my friends over in Coquitlam it would like reach thirty seven in some parts of Coquitlam. Wow. Uh, but they were saying that the hot spot was Lytton or Lytton, okay. which is um, Fraser Canyon area. It got forty one degrees. Wow. Uh, over the weekend, but. I- I just drove through there, you know, and oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hadn't done it in a long, long time and it was stunningly beautiful, but I didn't realize it was any much hotter than anywhere else. I guess I was just sitting in an air conditioned truck the whole time. But, yeah. um, did you know that back in like old timey mining days, they brought a bunch of camels to work the Fraser Canyon Oh, and then obviously the camels aren't supposed to be there. So that didn't work out. So they just look, released the camels out into the woods what? and then that's what, um, generated more Sasquatch talk because people would see camels and be like, Bruce saw Sasquatch. <laughs> With a big hunchback. Yeah, like, seriously. Ah, wild. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't as hot as the hottest temperature that people think that was ever recorded on Earth, which wow. is in the place that everyone knows, Death Valley National Park in California. Is, it always reaches the hottest temperatures. Uh, but it got up to 54.4 degrees Celsius. Wow. Holy moly. So we heard Kirsten talking about this earlier and my friend says to me could you survive in a temperature of that hot 54 and i thought like probably not for very long yeah but i do want to try it oh god i do want to be dropped off in an air conditioning car and i want to get out and like spend i don't know even like 25 minutes feeling that heat just like that pouring sweat what did it feel like to be that hot and then to just be able to get back into my air conditioned limousine (laughs) obviously what a trip planned out (laughs) yeah i would love to feel that oh my gosh There has been, you know, way more cases of COVID-19, specifically in the ages of 20 to 35. The young people who still want to go out and party and see their big groups of friends and uh, BC health officials and health officials across the country are just trying to find a way that they could speak to those young people and uh, get them to listen and, uh, you know, tell their friends about the safety protocols that should be in place. Well, that's what we're talking about with all these increased numbers, too, Mm -hmm. is it's like, yeah, it's nothing that 
our health officials are doing wrong. It's just we're having trouble reaching a certain demographic of people who are choosing to party rather than take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Right? Take, or doing a little bit of a risky behavior, and that's what's causing our numbers to go up. Now, a university student, uh, University of Alberta professor as well, has come together and created this game that is supposed to combat misinformation about COVID-19. And they've created this little graphic design, uh, uh, like, like character. Uh, his name's Dr. Pixel. And you have to, like, try and fight all the misinformation. And it's really just a <laughs> trivia game that you can go online. It's called uh, Quarren Trivia. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's pretty great. I, I wouldn't say it's the funnest thing, but it is a way to try and you know get young people because they're using the computers. They want to play games, so technically counts can, as a game, I guess. Yeah, you can go <laughs> try it out. But I was thinking like these questions that have come up in this game are really important ones. Like where uh, do you think that COVID nineteen originated from? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the questions was like a very common conspiracy theory that's been going on saying right. that it was created in a lab by the government right. and they're like no that is incorrect um, there is no actual um, confirmed uh, area where it came from but there is evidence that points towards animals specifically bats right. and like that was one of the questions right but again, all those young people, they're out in the bars. They're not going to go online and play this game. So? I was thinking we should take some of these trivia questions to your local pub for trivia night. Yeah. You know, mixed in with uh, Bart Simpson trivia, like sure. who, who rides a skateboard in the Bart Simpsons. Simpson, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> and then throw in um, uh, how can we stop the spread of COVID-19. I like it too. You know? Yeah. And you know what? Look at a trivia game, a video game, whatever it is, if it helps stop the spread spread of misinformation and conspiracy theories, <laughs> then great, let's do it. And you know what? The final boss in a conspiracy video game would be Alex Jones. Uh, I know your mustache is cool! Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Fight the boss! Get him, get him with the facts! With the facts, Ray! Get him! <laughs> Yesterday, we were playing a bit of Matchmaker. It just kind of happened. It just happened. Um, so it was yesterday uh, during our shout-outs. This is what happened. All right, it's time for your shout-outs off the Zone's text line. Can I start off with one that's personal? Yeah. Okay, this one's uh, from one of my best friends. She says, shout-out to my bestest pal, Jenny, for letting me stay at her house for so long and allowing me to snuggle her cat. No. That girl loves spaghetti. She. I was gonna say shout out to spaghetti. Yeah, to spaghetti because uh, yeah, she yum, loves it. Yum, yum, she yum. mentions it like every day that she stayed over. She's like, I just want spaghetti. Like you're trying to eat healthy, lean yeah. protein, and she's just like spaghetti. Mm, spaghetti. Um, she's single also. Okay. Really? We're putting that out there for I her. I just did. Yeah, she's my best pal. Okay, guys, what's up? Send us your picture. Send us a little biography. Do you like spaghetti? How well dente do you get her going? Well, you know what I'm talking about. Get it into us right now. Radio Tinder. Yes. Great shout-outs, and thank you, everyone, who is also putting in their Tinder profile right now through the text line. That's very, very great. I'll show that oh, to wow. my friend. Got some pictures. This guy's cute. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, so what's the update? Well, we had a few people text in. Mm. One of them specifically said, uh, I love spaghetti. Please keep us updated on the spaghetti situation. And then they said that they were actually credited as the spaghetti man in a well-known TV show on ABC. What? I Googled it. He sent me the link. It was true. He was the spaghetti man. And I was like, this is meant to be. Okay, so... 
I don't know why, but I'm imagining the spaghetti man as like a monster with spaghetti all over him. <laughs> I haven't him. seen the episode, but or, I really hope so. I hope he's just it? covered in marinara. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 like a monster from the Black Lagoon, like, Spongebob! I'm like, that is her type. Yeah. Specifically, covered in noodles. Um, they are currently right now on a date. Wow, and it's going well? I don't know. Are you getting the, like, safety check-ins? I had one text to say that it's happening, and she thinks he's handsome. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I hope she doesn't text me throughout. I want her to be, you know, engaged in it. But there might be a good update. If not, you know, what a fun thing. They just met a new person. Look at that. We all complain it's so hard to meet people during a pandemic, but all you got to do is be friends with Jenny, and then she (laughs) shames you for spaghetti on the radio, and then we hook up with the actor that seems to listen to us. It's easy. Come on, you guys. I can't wait till their wedding where it's just a big spaghetti feast. Five courses. Is all different pastas. So many Lady in the Tramp moments. <laughs> <laughs> Eating spagots. <laughs> well, she just texted me. I think the date's done, or maybe they're still together. I don't know what's happening. Really? But she was like, are you going to do some shout-outs pretty soon here? Because she this wants to shout perfect. Him out? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? But hang on. Date's over already? I don't know yet. She just texted me. She's texting on the date. I don't think that's a good sign. No. Are you guys not putting a lot of pressure on this by talking about it so much? No. Just a thought. Yeah. You know, sometimes things need pressure to cook. (laughs) (laughs) Including romance. (laughs) Well said. said. Uh, But, like, if I'm on a date at 2 o'clock in the (laughs) afternoon and it's wrapped by 4, that to me is an unsuccessful date. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, lit. Look at clear blue sky tonight. We got to look at some stars tonight. Yeah, but... Yeah, lay down in a nice field of grass and look at some stars and maybe do some kissing. If anyone else wants a date, I can hook you up with someone. Really? Sure. Maybe I'll start a business. Could you use some extra money? Okay. All right, matchmaker. Yeah, there's a name for that kind of business. (laughs) Not good. (laughs) My friend Shaylee, I mean Spaghetti Woman. (laughs) Whoops. That's not her name. Spaghetti Woman. Spaghetti Woman just texted in. Okay. Says, shout out to Jenny for playing Spaghetti Matchmaker. These two spicy meatballs oh. are having a lovely time. Oh, Love, okay. Spaghetti Man and Woman. So it is still happening. Tonight I'm in Oh, boy. Yes! Wow. Well, good. I hope it... But... I'm glad that it's still happening. I'm glad it's still going on. Because honestly, if a date starts in the daytime and it ends before the sun goes down, to me, failed. Oh. So keep it going, you two. Yeah. Oh, good. Make it nice and saucy. Get a nice marinara going on yeah. there. Get some breadsticks going on. Get a nice garlic bread. Mop that up. Lady in the trampet. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you want to commit to that because it is COVID-19 times. Right. But, you know. All right. Okay. Get it tested. Got? For COVID. And other things, too. Yep. Um, okay, so, and then now, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm just weeding through all the, like, thirsty dudes who are like, <laughs> oh, set me up with somebody, dude. I want to go on a date with Jenny. All right, okay, that's okay. enough. That's enough. That's enough. But well, what's the update? They're going out to dinner. How? What? They're going out to dinner. That was never part of the deal. No, well, he had things to do at five, but he canceled those things, and he's taking can't... her out to dinner. Okay. okay. Okay, I am wrapping it up. At this point, it's up to them. They can do whatever. We don't need to gossip about it on the radio anymore. Update tomorrow. No! (laughs) (laughs) Well, they may not be the most popular, but BlackBerry is coming back next year with a 5G smartphone with a physical keyboard. 
As someone who has hooves for hands, this is excellent news. Really? Yeah, man. Take a look. Oh, whoa. It's easier to type on a physical keyboard with those little hooves? Touchscreens don't recognize hooves. Wow, look at them clippity-clop. Dear Paul, you're invited to my socially distant barbecue. It's B-Y-O-H. Bring your own hay. Period. Yeehaw. Dear Jenny, sorry I can't make it. Also, how do you hold the stylus with those hooves for hands? Send. You know that uh, we are big time animal lovers in the afternoon zone, big time, and so we wanted to pass this along. The uh, Victoria Humane Society is recommending you just like keep extra on top of your pet's health, as mm-hmm. Island Veterinary Clinics are reporting being overwhelmed during the pandemic. And they're saying there's long wait times right now just due to new health and safety measures because of Mm COVID-19. You know, having to like wait outside and clean up everything and communication and things like that. So, yeah, they're just saying, you know, make sure that their pads look good, make Mm -hmm. sure that their coats are clean, their teeth are good, and there's no smell coming from their mouth. Just to keep on top of things, right? Yeah, you want to be aware of any health complications that might arise in your pet right now. Like even extra than usual, just because before they become emergencies, because mm-hmm. it could be a bit of a waiting game there to get in to see a vet. Now, what I've noticed mostly about my cat the last bunch of days and uh, weeks really is in the heat. A cat is hot. I can tell. Yeah. She's looking for the cool spots around the house. So I was reading some tips last night on like what to do if your cat is hot. Oh. So if you, if your animal um, has a place that it likes to go, you can put like a water bottle, like a plastic water bottle in the freezer overnight and then wrap it up in a towel and then put that <gasps> where they like to go. And so then they can cuddle up with like a cool... That's cute. Ice freezer. Yeah. Um, wet. Wetten. A cloth with like mm-hmm. cool water and then pet them. Oh. And that cools them down. Do oh, you think I'm sure the cat? cats will love that. Yeah. <laughs> Try it out. Give Gauge them a the dunk and some cold ice water. No, <laughs> no. And for doggies, you know what a doggy loves better than anything? Chasing an ice cube around the house? Yeah. Oh, sure. There'll be some puddles. You might be uh, having some wet sock situation later at some point when you step in a little doggy abandoned pu- ice cube puddle. But it's worth it. Let the dog chase the ice cube around. Totally. Oh, no. Remember that snake that went missing last week? Mm -hmm. Well, it escaped its backpack and went missing again. Which honestly makes perfect timing for... Introducing Snake Proof Backpack! Is this you? Okay, Mr. Slithers, that was a fun bike ride. Now come on up. Oh, no! Missing again! (laughs) Introducing Snake Proof Backpack. Perfect for you. We spent countless hours designing the snake-proof backpack. Uh, this is just a Pringles can. This is just a pool noodle with duct tape on two ends. This is one of those brain music maker things. But we have perfected the snake-proof backpack. We all know your snake is sad when you go for a bike ride without it. Don't leave your snake at home in its terrarium where it lives And is safely. safe. <laughs> Bring it with you with the new snake-proof backpack. Okay, so here's a really cute story to start off today. A uh, chocolate factory in a Swiss city. Like, how perfect when you think of Switzerland and the land of chocolate Ooh. and everything. Um, a factory man- malfunction in this chocolate factory caused cocoa, like little nibs of chocolate, 
to fall from the sky, showering the city with, like, chocolate snow. Oh, my gosh. What a dreamland that would be. Can you even imagine? You know what it reminds me of? is mm-hmm. Remember, I think it was, like, two summers ago when Phillips Brewery, one of their um, tanks exploded? Yes. And there was just, like, beer waterfalls down the streets. Right. Like, oh, what a dream. <laughs> How perfect. I mean, I wouldn't take my growler and try and fill it up or anything with street beer. But. No, not even my meowler. <laughs> but with the chocolate falling from the sky? Yeah. That, even in a pandemic, I think I would go outside, get a few, you know, chocolate flakes on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Take your ice cream and just wave it around in the air. <laughs> How convenient. Okay, so there's this bottle of whiskey that is going out for option, op- auction, mm-hmm. and they are thinking that it... Will go for twenty thousand dollars. Oh my! You might gosh. be thinking, like, what could make a bottle of whiskey? Oh, and I should mention too, you can't even drink the bottle of whiskey; it is unfit for human consumption. I don't know what that means. That it has gone bad. It's like it's a eighty-year-old bottle of whiskey. So, oh. so it's just like to to show in your liquor cabinet, like, look at this one. This is a twenty thousand dollar bottle. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Not cracking on this one. But here's yeah. here's the story behind it. Here, so in um, in the forty nineteen forty one, there was this ship, a cargo ship, that was carrying goods bound from Jamaica and New Orleans from Scotland, and it ran aground and it was like a shipwreck. But you could still get to it. Mm-hmm. So the, this was like during wartime rationing. You couldn't get alcohol very easily and oh. it had 264,000 bottles of scotch whiskey Ooh. sitting on this sh- ship so all these people from Scotland were like we're going for it and started like going out to the ship to try and like raid bottles of booze oh so it wrecked it was yeah it was like it was wrecked it was on the sandbar, oh. so it couldn't go anywhere. And so then authorities were so frustrated, and they were trying to get all the booze back, but everyone was stealing it. So eventually the authorities themselves, the police, mm-hmm. exploded the ship oh. so that it sank, taking most of the bottles of whiskey with it. Mm-hmm. But in 1987, this guy found where it was, dove down, and found an intact bottle of this whiskey. So this whiskey is from the SS politician and uh, it's from 1941 and it's up for auction right now online at the grandwhiskeyauction.com. Right now the highest bid is um, at around 10,400 Canadian and they're expecting yeah to get up to $20,000. So if you are a maybe a shipwreck lover enthusiast, right. I know I'm so fascinated by shipwrecks yeah. and I'll so into scotch and happen to have $20,000 just lying around. That you want to spend on this. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Even the like not drinking it part, it's not about drinking it. It would be about having this incredible yeah. piece of liquid history and a classic old bottle and everything. $20,000, pretty steep, but I can get wanting to have that in your house for sure. Okay, Jen. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You know what's up? What's up? This year sucks. <laughs> okay. 2020 is a garbage year. Yeah, it sucks so much. not good. I think it might be one of the worst for sure. It's a really trash year. Uh, we all know that. But uh, I'm li- I'm reading right now a list of things that are good that have happened in 2020. Can I blow you away? Oh, some yeah. Of these? Okay. Uh, in 2020, an extremely rare blue bee not <gasps> seen in four years, thought to be extinct, was rediscovered by researchers in Florida. Blue bee? A blue bee. A blue bee? That's cute. Is it cute? Yeah, it's a blue bee. It's what? a blue blumble. A blumble blue. <laughs> it's a blue blumble. Of course it is. It's like a little flying blueberry. How can it I not be? It. I want to eat it. I know. I Don't love a little it. blue. Okay. Okay. Next. 
Um, Australia started this year pretty rough, right? Mm, Wildfires right. and that. Millions of liters of beer that expired in Australia because of the coronavirus have been converted into a renewable energy that can power up to 1,200 homes in a week. Are you kidding? Beer energy? Yeah. Hoppy energy? I love it. Isn't that so good? Yeah. Also in Australia, um, several koalas, because, I mean, those bushfires just devastated koala mm-hmm. populations, right? Uh, they weren't thinking this was going to happen in, in numbers this large, but several koalas injured in the bushfires have recovered and are being released from hospital and back into the wild. Oh, cute. There better be a videos attached to that, too. Yeah. Gotta love a koala video. Uh, over in the UK, more than a million people have given up smoking since COVID-19 started. Right on. Yeah. Young That's people good. are particularly likely to give up the cigarettes or vapes, probably. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, researchers discovered that <laughs> this year... They didn't know this before. Everyone loves dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that blew me away about dolphins is that, you know, that, like every dolphin has its own name and it's a slight variation on its mother's name. Do you know that? No. Yeah. So like when they're like clicking and chirping at each other, they're talking or they're like calling out to sometimes specific dolphins <gasps> that all have their own name. It's dolphins amazing. are incredible. So research found out this year that male dolphins often get together to sing songs in sync with each other to attract females. Dolphins have boy bands. Oh, my God. That's incredible. So 2020 is trash, but at least some good things are happening. I hope they release a single soon. Dolphin single? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is a dolphin boy band. Mm -hmm. You are my fire, my one desire. Oh, no. (laughs) And you say... I want some mackerel. Oh, no. That's what dolphins eat. Just uh, uh, support me in this. Oh, here's a song. Does it rhyme mackerel? <laughs> I, I can't sing, okay? I tried. No, it was good. I liked it. It was pretty. A bit of an update from a story from a couple weeks ago. There was a gnome theft in Langford. Uh, This woman named Heather in Langford had a couple of gnomes in her front lawn and noticed that uh, they had been taken. She looked at surveillance footage. Mm -hmm. Uh, The person had long hair, was wearing sandals, and just like ran away with these gnomes. Now you're thinking like, ah, it's just some gnomes, whatever. Well, one gnome... No way, gnomes mean a lot. Gnome way. Sorry. Um, one gnome in particular was a gift after she completed chemotherapy for breast cancer. So it was like this really like sentimental figure yeah. for her. And uh, though a bunch of local companies came forward and replaced some of the gnomes, they're still, you know, it wasn't really replaced. She really missed this one because it was, it meant a lot to her. Of course. Well, the other day she gets a knock on her door. She goes out there and finds a bag filled with all of her gnomes and like little turtle figures and everything mm, with everything. a gnome. that said that they were sorry and it was a game of truth or dare that got way out of hand. Wow. And now she has her gnomes back. And so it went from truth or dare to Nikki Nikki Nine Door but with the replacing of all the yes! stolen goods that's yes! that's a really wonderful thing and that's exactly the ending you want for this story mm-hmm. I know what you mean <laughs> thank you thank you it's gnome picnic out there Jen <laughs> sorry I'm dead weight <laughs> 
they have secured the rights on Netflix to do another season of Tiger King. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be all of the same characters involved just because, you know, we saw the kind of outfall of Tiger King. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I never really liked that show. I didn't get through it. It was just too brutal. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, I can't believe these sort of people exist in this world. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess Carol Baskin, one of the people in it yeah. um she was like there's no amount of money that you could give me to do the season again but now they're like offering her well what she said she's like my number is over a million then i would do it apparently last season she didn't get anything really yeah so they turned her into the worst villain like everyone at the beginning of the pandemic was freaking out about covid mm-hmm. and here comes tiger king to distract everybody and yeah. people were more mad at carol baskins than they were at a deadly virus that was killing people it feels <laughs> yeah. like they turned yeah. her into the scapegoat of the entire year mm-hmm. no kidding i want to make at least a million dollars to be in season two of course i mean do we still know the truth of whether or not carol baskins killed her husband no i suppose we don't know i guess that. we don't we mm-hmm. still need to find out so I don't, I don't know i don't know yeah i i once again i don't know if this if tiger king was popular because people were trapped in their house and worried about covid or if it really is that captivating a story Hmm. so i don't know are you gonna watch season two no i didn't finish season one but I'm sure still that there's going to be a lot of Halloween costumes oh. around the Tiger King. Just yeah. wait for it. BC Ferries is about to make it mandatory for users to wear face masks or coverings at all times on their service starting on August 24th. That's next Monday. This will be the new normal as ridership has started to pick up. Right now, masks are mandatory for users to have on them and wear in areas where physical distancing is difficult. So if I'm sitting in my car, got to wear a mask? Yeah. And if I go up on the deck where it's just nothing but breezy breeze, mask? Yes, mask everywhere. Okay. Yeah. I think if you're in your car, though, if you take off your mask, it's probably not. Well, this is what I mean, right? Like, I went on a ferry when I was on vacation, and I was totally down with the mask rule, but I drove on sitting in my truck, okay, obviously not wearing a mask. And then as soon as I was like, I want to go up to the top deck, put a mask on, Mm -hmm. okay, get out of the truck, go, go through the ferry, blah, 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 get outside, take the mask off. That's very reasonable to me. Mm-hmm. Now, always, at all times. Get a sweet mask, man, that you want to wear. I have a sweet mask that I like to wear. But, like, okay, whatever. I don't want to be an anti-mask guy. I know masks are good, but, like, at all, the, is it, what about outside? That, isn't that the thing? Set a good example, Paul. Mm-hmm. I refuse. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about the car situation. They'll probably clarify that within the next few days. Yeah. What if I have a big, gigantic mask made of steel and metal and glass (laughs) that I wear all around me and strap into with a safety belt? Is that going to be enough okay of a mask for you, Art? We would all be very happy for that. Mm-hmm. If you did. The B.C. government says it will apologize and provide financial compensation to thousands of students whose provincial exam scores were inaccurately reported last year. The ombudsperson, Jay Chalk, issued a report today into the mix-up that caused more than 18,000 grade 12 exam marks to be filed incorrectly in 2019. I'm wondering what exactly the compensation would be for that. You know, I kept on looking. I'm like, well, how much money are they getting? Yeah. 
That's what, what everyone wants to know. What would you say? Oh, you because according to this, what would thirty two thousand exams written? Wow. So they're saying that if it negatively negatively affected you, so maybe it like affected whether or not you got into a certain course or something like that, um, then they would give you compensation. So I guess it's it depends case by case. Yeah, I guess so. But how would you quantify that? I very, don't know. Very interesting. The education ministry posted more than eighteen thousand incorrect exam scores. About half of them lower than students deserved due to tabulation errors. Oh, but that means the other half were better than they deserved. That's true. <laughs> There's probably a lot of people out there not wanting them right now. <laughs> well, I didn't study for this at all. A plus. All right. So we're talking about this mural that got painted up in Nanaimo, and I'm going to try and describe it for you. Okay. I will tweet an actual picture of it so you can go and have a look on the Zone's Twitter, but let me just describe it for you now. A long creature that with at least three eyes, one of which is an eye patch. It is a green creature. It is wearing a birthday hat. Wait, you think that's green? That's brown. No, no, no. Well, the creature is green, but it is wearing a giant teddy bear onesie. Okay. Okay, Okay, yeah. With its hand on a purple alien's skull, the creature and the onesie has a mouth in its tummy place with teeth and a pipe is coming out of it and love smoke is coming out of the pipe and it's wearing sneakers and knee pads and it is holding a tree which is blorping colors and magic out into the world and there are mushrooms around it. The mushrooms have eyes too. I I'm obsessed with this. I think it's so cool. I think it's sweet. I love it. That's like my kind of art. Just like kind of wacky, cartoony. I love it. And um, the city of Nanaimo does not like it. Apparently, there's been a lot of complaints about the mural, and they're like, "How did this person get hired to do this mural? We should never have something like this in our city." Um, I don't know what they were expecting from. an artist, I could see, you know, maybe how it could be interpreted as like, oh, a little risque, but I, I think guess, it's fun. But nothing's really explicit on no. here. It's like, as much as you might be reading into things or what it represents or what it's close to, it's like, nothing is bad or explicit. Yeah, yeah and also art is subjective. There's some art that I really just don't understand. Of course. And there's some that... uh you know, I really love, but I, I just think it's all different depending on the person, right? So yeah. I don't know why they're having a big huff and huff and puff about it, but uh, it's amazing the amount of passion that is coming from the, the town of Nanaimo around <laughs> a mural and yes. not like around the homelessness issue or other oh, things like that. That's what council members are saying. They're like, I wish people put that sort of energy into things that really matter, right? I wish that too. And I feel kind of bad for the artist because the artist is kind of a little bit, has made a statement, is a bit like yeah. apologetic almost. Went on... Uh, their Instagram and said that they spend like hours and so much time. It was their biggest project that they've ever done and they were so excited by it Um, and they said it's a shame that there's been a little negativity on the piece from some residents but overall the consensus is that people love it and get my weird art. Well guess what? We're with you. Yeah. We love it. Mm -hmm. Keep it up. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913 or around the world via the internet's tubes at The Zone FM. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.